0: Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is
1: advised. Louder.
2: The dude the
1: Say the dude <laughs> The The dude
2: The
1: You say the say you say the whole thing. Say the dude abides.
2: The dude abides.
1: Good
3: job!
4: Yeah. Yeah. good job, Charlie. <laughs> Girl.
1: You just uh, you're you're gonna
0: live in live in infamy forever for that uh, one line. We apologize. <laughs>
2: Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by the new album by Autobahn (laughs) The
5: Ballad (laughs) of (laughs) the (laughs) the Missing (laughs) Tall. Something wrong with Dinah Send me here because I'm an expert. (laughs) Would you like to touch my cobble? Fill
2: you up with my love squirt oh, yeah. You have oh, the strudel yeah. I'll bring and the crayon yeah. so, so yeah. yeah. Love you so shiny All over you're your, your chin Hi, I'm Dieter And I'm Carl Hungers. And we're two-thirds of Autobahn <laughs> Franz is out getting Z Pigs in, in Blankets, blankets. <laughs> We're here to tell you about our new album Featuring such numbers as Frankenfurter Blues Lincolnberry Pancakes And the hit song <laughs> that's sweeping the discotheques From Heidelberg to Dusseldorf We'll, we'll cut, cut off your, your Johnson <laughs> 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 We'll cut off, we'll cut off Wake up, your Johnson! wake up, wake up, wake up your johnson. <laughs> yeah, you wiggly piece, Lebowski. We feed it to our mom and see free. Wake up, wake up, wake up your johnson. We stop it, we stop it, we stop it till it's done, son. <laughs> <laughs> hey, teacher. Yeah, let's slow it down for the Lieber ladies. Oh, you want to tickle your Fraulein Schnitzel? How about our German power ballad? We, we believe, believe in, in nothing, nothing. <laughs> Fraulein. When you're taking all of Karl Hungers' schwanz, you got to ask yourself, what do you believe in? <laughs>
4: Oh. oh no, no funny <laughs>
2: Kyle. And listen to uh. Vita. And give us the money, Lebowski. Or oh, we'll, we'll fuck, fuck you up. up. <laughs> that was a positive from? Oh, that's with your die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: my oh,
3: Lord. My what in the Jesus. fuck? Jesus. So, so, you boys had
6: secrets?
4: Oh, you, you boys had secrets?
3: Things? So Scotchback
0: mm. hit me up last week and he's like, hey. I've got this idea and I think we can pull it off. But I don't want to tell the other guys, so you gotta keep it a secret. And I was oh, like, All right, fuck. And so I went over there on Friday night and Scott already had like he had the songs like already laid out. Or no, you came over to my house on Friday we night.
5: We brainstormed on Friday.
0: Yeah, and yeah. we and we wrote like all the all the stuff that we were gonna say and like talked about the songs and everything. And then I showed up on Sunday night on my birthday. <laughs> I went oh, to birthday. Scott's house that night,
4: and
0: <laughs> he had already had the songs all laid out, and we laid down <laughs> vocals and put down all the stuff in between, and it was freaking. I mean, oh. on- honestly is ninety nine percent beck and it was fucking oh, god. just so oh, my unreal, god. dude. Oh god, yeah, we, got to, we got to cheers our che- white Russians to that shit. <laughs> holy <laughs>
1: fuck! So just because this is not a visual medium, I want oh, to point man. it. So, <sighs> so just to give you a little, so we're in the Bev's outdoor studio, and this song plays that we've not, that, that that Brad Nick and I hadn't heard. And immediately, when the beat starts going, all heads are bobbing. Like it's, oh, a, it's, I want it's to take like a video. As oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> it was all of a sudden like it was like everybody's new favorite beat, and then. It, Intermittently, people are crying as this is going. <laughs> wiping my eyes as I'm listening. Oh my god! Yeah, and then Scott is miming the
4: nine, nine, nine. So we,
1: we well, we know when Zach's
5: voice came in. That that's when I was like, oh, you motherfucker, <laughs> dude. He, it's so funny because he wanted to tell you guys so much. He I told did. he told me the other night. He's like, man, I was hanging out with Nate. He's like, dude, I was so close to telling. Oh, I dude. wanted to tell him so bad <laughs> on
1: Saturday. Zach, I wanted to tell you so bad. Is that why he kept adjusting? In your dick constantly. I just was like, you couldn't stop like, don't touching look at it. it, and don't you're just look like, Nate was like, why do you keep touching erection. it? I'm like, I don't want to like,
0: tell you.
4: You're gonna cut off my Johnson. <laughs>
0: We're
6: gonna stomp on it and squish it.
0: No, but the best part was we we did all that and like we had pretty much everything laid down when I left his house on Sunday, and then he sends it to me the next day and is like, hey, I edited it. And we had planned on recording some like Freddie Mercury esque like uh during the We Believe in Nothing song like like Scott did, but we hadn't done that, we forgot. And then Scott's like, I laid down some some Freddie Mercury stuff, and then when he comes in and just goes
2: nine 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 <laughs> oh, nine nine, so
0: good, uh, just made me laugh so fucking hard.
6: Dude, that uh, is how you start and end a pod, guys. This has been fun. Good night.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope you
0: guys enjoy that
6: magnificent comedy
3: uh, of Zach and Scotch. Man, all right,
6: so. If it wasn't clear enough, this is Big Lebowski. This is Nick. this was uh, this was my pick. So we're not, but we're not after doing that, that mail tonight. Okay, not tonight. We're, we're gonna push. We're gonna push you by mail. Um, this might as well be Scott and Zach's pick. Jesus, they made they made this their own. Um, but this is Big Lebowski, just uh, a classic, and I, I can't wait to hear what everyone, everyone else thinks. But uh, it was 1998 by the Coen Brothers. Um, I love this movie, and I had not seen it in a while. This was a movie similar to Pulp Fiction to me when I saw this movie. Um, as far as how Nate describes his experience of Pulp Fiction, when he saw it, it was like, nothing's kind of like the, the same, will be the same after this type of movie. And I feel like I saw, I was late to the game of Pulp Fiction, I was late to the game of this movie, and I We're feel like... We're
0: too young, dude. We're too young.
6: Yeah, and then it was like, you just get it, you get it when you... When the right when the time hits and uh, whippersnappers and I feel like I probably watched Pulp Fiction and Big Lebowski in the same year, maybe six months of each other when I happened to see them. And I
0: was think it college though, I like think it was college. I think I don't think I saw much. either of them until college. Right. Yeah. And so you're just you know you're just banging out bangers as the uh, <laughs> <laughs> banging <laughs> yeah. the bangers. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of banging out bangers. Is that what we're saying happened? Banging was, out yeah, bangers. Sorry, yeah. All right. I like that. Um, <laughs> but.
6: Just love the movie, and with the Coen brothers, I feel like this movie made, made you feel like, man, I get this movie. Like, there's something about this movie. And not everybody that you introduce this movie to, I feel like, gets the Coen brothers. And I feel like that ends up, the more Coen brothers movies you see, I feel like I can't wait to see them, first of all. It's going to be an original story. It's may not It may not end the way you want it to. It leaves you thinking. They always end movies with you thinking, maybe wanting more. Or maybe not realizing that you're satisfied with the movie until you watch it the second time, or you sleep on it, or you sleep on it for a week, or you sleep on it for a month, and you realize, you know what? I think I liked it a lot. I didn't like it when
0: it ended. But there's there's they're frustrating with the way that they don't tie things up in a pretty way.
6: I know, and it's like that's their, that's their thing, and you go into a movie now expecting it, and I feel like I love that about their movies because— You don't want to go in a movie. You you want to go in for the experience and you don't know what to expect, what you're going to take out of it. And they have a range of movies at this point. It's not all dark comedies. Um, There's a darkness to a lot of their um, films. Their their characters turn into caricatures in a lot of cases. They're kind of larger than life, which I think just adds to the movie-going experience. Um, But I love this movie. I love the actors. Um, Obviously, the dude and... Walter to me are you know neck and neck as far as Walter is one of my I feel like favorite characters is in that, all is Coen that Brothers. A little movies. bit
1: of a sneeze, a little bit of a, a it's not
6: because right right? you know, it, what's our draft later it, this week? Is it it's it's most memorable, it's best, best Coen 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 Brothers, Coen Brothers character. Okay. see when uh, we talked about that, I was and, well,
3: I don't want to get too much in the draft, but just best versus most memorable, I was like, what's the big difference when you're talking I think about. you have
0: to go most memorable because then they can be shitty or good. You know what I mean? When you say best, it almost implies like a good quality to the Even person. Like a virtue. Yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah. Or, yeah. Like, I just like feel a, like
6: it's best character. So yeah. whether it's well-rounded, it can
0: mean interesting, shitty, or whatever. I think best can still be... No, this is important. Scott Beck, what do you think? You're, the one, shaking that, his <laughs> head. you're the one that it matters what you think.
5: Well, when I think of best, I think of... I d I don't think of it as like a good character or not. I just think best, like created character. Like yeah. when you look at him you think, you know, how like and, and you know, memorable and best are similar in a way, but like memorable can be like somebody who has like one line is barely in there. But I'm talking about like a, a flushed out character to me is like the best That's character. Best. So like, what is like the a category? memorable character memorable best. character could be like the girls in Fargo that she's interviewing and they're like, yeah, you know, talking about the ones that bang the the Bad guys in Fargo. Mm-hmm, Remember, right. they're in the bar, and they're there, in there for one little scene. Right. That's a memorable character. That's like is that. Really, the best character. So you're or saying like best? Audubon-y.
1: Okay. Wow. So right. best.
3: We're saying best. Best.
5: Best. Okay. So, so I, to me, that's what that's what I think. So I, I, I
1: appreciate that clarification. Oh, I'm gonna, maybe we should say this for the draft pod. But i it's my, true. <laughs> so, yeah, I, my when I when we talk about okay, our, our listeners are religious. You know, they oh, yeah. they can appreciate this. So so for me though, when you talk about characters, the best for me when I think about it is like. That's the character that you think is the most well written, well created, well acted mm-hmm. character that like you might like them. You might think they're a piece of shit, but they're like it, it's a character that like really does what it's supposed to do and right. does it well. The reason I think we use memorable a lot is like, for example, on our most memorable mother's pod, like instead of talking about a character, you're talking about something like it's not then you're not talking about the the best mother Right, because the best mother hasn't, you know, you know, like she's a good mother. She has a role to play as a mother, right. and so it's confusing, right? So for there, you use memorable, and I think of memorable is the same as best in this context. So like sometimes I think memorable is just the way to describe mm-hmm. best. Right. I think we do a pretty good job of because we don't say best very often. It's yeah. generally
6: memorable. Yeah. I think that,
5: and and I'm not saying 100 percent that I don't think somebody with a short part, a small part, isn't a really good character. Either. Right. So don't, so don't let that. Yeah. Thing, you know get, that's, that's what i read that's what i got from me, my whole draft strategy seven of my
3: picks all right let's talk this all movie right, yeah let's, let's talk about let's this talk goddamn movie. so like i
6: want to know what you guys thought of it um and really quick i mean i'm curious what your favorite coen brothers movie is and then obviously what you guys thought of big lebowski bradley what what you got man
3: all right so my my coen brothers movie is oh brother where art thou that's 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 the one that i think is just holy shit epic i love it to death it's a great movie, but goddamn, there's some other bangers There's there, some, There's some great ones, of course. But um, I, I will say, the first time I saw basketball, I was in college, and I don't know if I was just not in the right frame of mind or what it was. We started watching it, and maybe we just probably started partying or something and just kind of lost interest and never really finished it. And then I would see clips here and there, and I was like, okay, wait a second. There's some funny shit in this movie. I, I need to go back to this. My brother was, like, obsessed with it. Yeah. He... He loved the relationship between Walter Donnie and the dude. Like, he he just he thrived on that. And so he was quoting it all the time. So I started like, okay, I had to go back and check this out. And then I checked it out, and I just sat down and watched it by myself one night and just really was like, holy fuck, this movie is just wild, amazing, funny. Uh, it's got realism and, like, this just hyper fantasy all at the same time, which is just, like, an amazing where you can feel like these are real people, but then it's just like, it turns into this wild, like fantastical journey. And you're like, this is just amazing. But, but they can always put, humanity in all of their characters, which is uh, I think just one of their biggest talents as the Coen brothers.
0: I thought it would be your favorite, Brad, because the guy flies just like in Strange Brew and just like in uh, <laughs> *In Half-Baked. They just
3: have him flat. That guy's
5: Strange just Brew. laying there.
3: Uh, <laughs> Scotch.
6: Scotch, uh, Scotch Becks here. Join us again. What you think, man?
5: Yeah, I, I, this movie, I love it. I watched it in college. I remember being at Fresno State and hearing guys talking about it and, the, and quoting it before I even saw the movie. And I mean, talk about a movie with full of quotes and just amazing characters and is it my favorite it's probably the, one of the most rewatchable ones you know whenever it's on you watch it um i fargo is, is one of my favorite movies from start to finish and i rewatched the shit out of that one that's i just love the characters in that yeah especially marge and um yeah and oh brother is also one of my favorite movies too I just because the music soundtrack's amazing. unbelievable yeah
6: Zachy. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Okay, so so my Coen Brother movie is uh, No Country for Old Men. I just watched it like three nights ago. Really? Yeah, literally. (laughs) Not even thinking about the fact that we were going to watch Lebowski. Although I will be honest, on this viewing, which was probably my third or fourth viewing, I, I it was like a three-parter. Like I watched some okay. of it one night, I watched some of it the next night, and I watched the end of it uh, just, just a couple nights ago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was like a it was like one of those uh it's like the made for TV specials. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, no, specifically Lebowski though, I didn't see it until college. I'm pretty positive. And uh, I had a roommate, this dude Elliot, and he was just like, "Have you seen He did the same thing for me that I feel like Dave did for you. Like I liked movies, But he was really into movies and was like willing to... He was the guy... Much like Brad or, or 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 some friends that we have that will be like, hey, this is great. Like, let's sit down and watch it together. You know what I mean? And yeah. So, so we watched that, and I remember being pretty blown away by Lebowski. I remember being super blown away by uh, by Pulp Fiction, but I remember watching Lebowski and and being like, oh my gosh! And then uh, you know, not expecting it, and then having it go into like the dream sequence type stuff, and the music is really good. And it, 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 it's a it's a ride that this movie takes you on, and what happens to me personally that what keeps it from being a great movie? I mean, it's a great movie, but what keeps it from being like an all timer for me is that you it it kicks you off the ride before <laughs> before you want to, you know what I mean? You're like, fuck, there's still 25 minutes of ride left. Like, what, what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I I mean I can't find too much to find fault with in this movie because it's really fucking funny and it's really good and freaking. John Goodman just is just <laughs> a it. fucking killer, dude. He is an absolute killer. And I've been watching him in the new HBO show, uh, Righteous Gemstones, who he star what that he stars in. And man I don't know I mean I guess we're talking about 30 years but him as Walter he is just like a force of nature and in the new show you can really see his age and he's he's getting he's getting older and it kind of bums me out because when I watched him in this after I just got done watching all those new episodes of that show and I watch him in this and I'm like man he could have if he was this age when he was doing this righteous gemstone part it would just be off the charts yeah but anyways what do you think Nathan?
1: So, I, I, you know, I don't remember the first time I saw this movie. Um, and I think the first time I saw it, I either got interrupted... Maybe I watched it only, like, the first seven of 12 parts or something. Like that.
3: <laughs> Ruka, I want to I stop you. Did you, like, lower your octaves just to get that Sam Elliott voice going tonight? Is that what <laughs> you doing? This is my
1: Phoebe buffet uh, sexy, sick voice. Oh, I, I lost my I, voice. I, as far as I know, I don't have COVID, but uh, just in case, uh, you guys are all probably uh, in trouble. Oh, awesome. So, great. great. Um, so, so, anyway. I <laughs> we discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just
3: thought he was doing the Sam Elliott. And I was trying to be the stranger. Honestly, yeah. though, he
0: sounded like this for, like, three months now. I feel like it's been a nah, drawn-out, this, this weird this is,
1: voice thing. Thing that it's you've had yeah, going on I'm trying I'm working. I'm, I'm doing like voice therapy I'm trying to get even I'm trying to go from going Sammy Elliott And then eventually Morgan Freeman kind of thing I thought maybe you had like a bunch of recent throat Trauma yeah I've got that well too. you guys remember when
3: I, when I went down south and I had that that <laughs> voice Implant like Nate was like oh I better go
1: a little bit lower Yeah we, we were just gonna keep oh. doing doing Vocal surgery until uh, one Of us can't be heard by about Half the population Brad's gonna
6: have to speed us up like Three point whatever to
0: actually bring It back up Brad, yeah. Brad played us a clip On a podcast the other day he's like listen to this podcast Podcast, and he listens to everything at one point two five speed, and I was like, "Is this the Chipmunks podcast? Like, what the fuck are
3: we listening to?" I can't listen at one anymore. Like one, <laughs> is like, I'm slow. like, hurry up, hurry Just up, up <laughs> you slow bastard. There's something uh, I listen to one and a half. I go one and a half on a lot of the pods. I listen. Oh, uh,
0: you uh, need to take
1: less cocaine. <laughs> so, so what, there was some point, and I bet it wasn't more than ten years ago. I finally sat down, and he was like, okay, "I've really got to check in on this," and. It was one that like hit me really well that time. And then another time after that hit me even better. And so this was one that I, I feel like for some reason it grew on me. And, and it, it's not that the story is confusing per se, if you're paying attention, but I think it's that once you kind of go on the ride, you know what to expect and you kind of enjoy then like what each turn and so forth. And so for me, like just to give the example, and you're you're talking about John Goodman being a killer. And what I thought about a lot was just how much the delivery of trivial lines in a particular way just does something like it made me want to like if I had if I had John Goodman on right now to ask, I'd be like, how many times uh, did you say, am I wrong? And like try different ways of saying that until you figured out the right like cadence and. Tone and like, because I was just like, it, it's, it's, it's the, if you look at the line on script, and this is true of just Jeff Bridges does this, Goodman does this, you know, Torturo does this. I mean, it's up and down the line. If you look at the line on the page, you can imagine that it could be said a hundred different ways that were, none of which were funny. That shit. If you just me. read it in a normal voice, be,
0: it is not funny yeah. at all.
1: Am I wrong? And Goodman decided, "No, you're." Am I wrong? No, yeah, you're not funny. Am I wrong? I, you're we, not can hair, <laughs> we can split hairs
6: here. We can split hairs here. Am I wrong?
1: And I'm just, you know, like even the way he says Donnie's name, yeah. I'm like. The way that you have this emphatic, like in, like you're just incensed and incredulous with Donnie every time you say Donnie's name. Every I'm just time like, he speaks, he puts it's all so the funny, all the <laughs> like, emphasis on the right syllables. Uh, they, yeah. Every single time. every time. And so, like for me, this movie, you know, there's a lot to like about it. And I, and maybe it's choose your own, you know, thing to love. But for me, that it's a showcase. And and I'm sure, you know, not to take it away because the Coen Brothers do this in a lot of their movies. So like, this is obviously also some directing um, that's happening here and they write the script. Maybe they hear hear it a certain way, um, or maybe they write it with a certain person in mind. But for me, it's like, this is just showcases exactly what happens when you put incredibly talented people together and then let them collaborate on something that it would not obviously be great to make it great.
3: Well, there's an interesting dynamic between John Goodman says everything was on the script. And I think, Mm -hmm. uh, and Jeff Bridges says that like, actually there was a lot of, improvisation so it's like but i
1: mean I, I mean but i'm saying even separate from the like actual content of improvisation, you could it could be all on the page and some you put the wrong actors even good but not great actors in there and they're just like they, they just fuck it up and in terms of the, my favorite movie though um it's not this although there are ways in which i love this but it's probably a pretty close call for me between fargo and no country oh really yeah i love both of those i loved fargo when it came out and like i think it i think it stands up, you know, in every possible way. Um, no country. I came too late. In fact, my dad just hated it because he hated the way that the end it ended. Yeah, that's right. He was like, it ended twenty minutes too soon, and I can't stand it. <laughs> that's what. They and, and so I kind of went into it thinking like I'm going to hate this and I'm going to hate the ending. And then like I, I was like, wait a minute, I don't think I hate the ending. You know, like I'm supposed to hate the ending. And I, and a lot of times, my dad and I have similar reactions in this way. And this was not one of them.
5: See, so and you, you had the opposite approach because i was told how amazing it was and everybody was just hyping it up and i had some friends say this is the best movie i've ever seen no
0: country we're talking about yeah mm-hmm. and i
5: went into it and
0: you were like i was kind
5: of let down yeah and so that's why it's interesting that you kind of yeah. went in thinking oh it's gonna be a bummer ending whatever you actually liked it
1: i love it and i, and I would say you know one of the things that to, to point out about the coen brothers is you look at their list of films and i mean there are some common themes in them. Like you can see the Coen brothers and everything, but they're not, I mean, it's much more diverse, for example, than Tarantino, right? Like Tarantino has many more things in common across the films than the Coen brothers. From my perspective, they do a lot due to a variety of genres, the tone, the music, the sort of stories The you know, so like, I, I guess I think what, what sets them apart as truly great directors is. They do the things they do really well in a lot of different contexts. And so you're not just like, oh, this is, you know, I'm getting more Cone brothers again, which I love, but like, it's not new. It's always a little new. But no country is super straight. Like there's no,
0: exactly there's
4: nothing. It's a thrill. There's I mean, no, it's just yeah. a good old, yeah. old no fashioned thriller. fantasy. Like the, there's no music one. in
0: the entire
3: movie. All right. Zach, you know, you uh, have always appreciated my brother's odd sense of uh, everything. Yeah. And he has the quote of saying that he, he only watches movies he's seen before. Oh, brother, where art thou? Which is my favorite. I tried to get him watch, and he told me one time. He said, "I can't watch that movie." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I just saw some bits of it, and it just looks like it's just it's just too good of a movie. Like it just everything (laughs) about it looks too amazing, and I just don't think I can handle that. So I just don't want to watch it. I,
6: I
0: I appreciate
6: it. And not to mention, like the ensemble cast that at this point, like the Coen Brothers are, they almost stack up to like. Almost to Wes Anderson because you every time Wes Anderson comes out with a movie, it's a ramble on of fifteen of like some of the t- most top notch actors you can get. Coen Brothers seem like they're able Same, yeah. they able to gather those got, ensemble yeah, casts. Everybody. Yep. Like,
0: so that's so that's my thing is that like Coen Brothers has big casts, right? Fucking Anderson has big casts. I feel like Coen Brothers sucks greatness out of these people. And Anderson can let you be fucking just, you can be a bit player in his movie real easily. Because yeah. it's like more emphasis on quirky than it is on oh, being yeah, it's fucking great. awesome. Yeah, uh, Which not to well, we'll use on Wes suck, Anderson.
1: Suck greatness, you mean they like he, they he,
0: suck the greatness out of these. He get the like, greatness out. Yeah, they're you like you don't
1: remove the greatness before you put them in the movie. Though.
0: But it's like, said, <laughs> it's like you said. It's like you said. All right,
1: leave your greatness at the door. Yeah, we don't want <laughs> that shit around here. We're the comb brothers.
0: No, no, they're fucking great. But they, I feel like, I feel like what, like you said, like if you read the script for Lebowski, yeah. you would be like. Okay, like this is a cool story and this could be funny. And then it's it's just so elevated by what the actors decide to do with it. Like I'm sure they said the dude is this lazy, you know, they describe to him who he is and then Bridges comes in and just It's unreal. Yeah, it's it's legit, dude. And like Super you said, Nate, the
6: stuff in between after you watch it five times and you're able to just sit back and watch all the in-between things and then like the phone call where he walks out, um, and he says, I just need some time to think. And it's the dude just kind of doing his thing in his apartment. And Walter calls. They had just gotten into an argument. And he's like, I just need some time to think. And this was right after no, this was after the Larry sellers with yeah, the yeah, kid. Yeah. yeah. And he asks and he you don't hear him ask, but he's like, No, I don't
3: think Larry was about to crack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that just
3: like kills me yeah. walter's still he yeah. can't let it go, let go. no just no. you can imagine what walter's saying in the background but yeah the walter is yeah. just he knows that he's on <laughs> he <knows> this <laughs> we're, we're this close
6: to <laughs> cracking I have this so much to
1: say about Walter. and then also <sighs>
6: jesus later on too when he's talking about the shuba chavez they um and shuba know, yeah and uh jesus comes up pissed off and then he leaves and he's like he's like about he's, he's about to crack <laughs> when he's like and so like he you then, he's so like then eight you year think, olds dude and so you think like was that whole thing just a thing to get an edge on Jesus going into the semis you know what I mean is, I don't know yeah,
3: is Walter constantly scheming right. I would say yes yeah. I, feel I like think Walter he's... is the type of guy that's constantly Ultra And bowling strategic. is the
6: number one thing
3: on his to-do list it seems like totally. well yeah cuz no he 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 couldn't care less what what Lebowski, or what what the dude is doing but in, as soon as the dude says he's not going to bowl yes that's where he's just like fuck, fuck Whoa, the tournament fuck the
1: <laughs> tournament <laughs> Wait, and then the end the scene after where like you know the, the the it goes all wrong with the Uzi and he stands there just incredulous and you know he's like I fucked this up and he's like Fuck it let's go bowling <laughs> you know he's <laughs> like <"You> know, <laughs> yeah.
3: or just or the, the, one more is when when uh, Donny starts to mention something about the tournament oh, he goes shut the fuck wait what <laughs> <laughs> it was, it yeah, was about bowling teams.
4: it yeah, was they, about they, p- bowling and so yeah, yeah, he immediately like, was like wait a second who's the teams <laughs> is this a
3: sports movie oh
1: no. I don't think so. I, yeah, I okay. would say no. And
3: I would say no. Bowling
1: is an accoutrement. It could have been golf. It could have been a... Yeah, I Well, agree. and it could have been some other weird hobby. Yeah. Darts or, um, you know... Which I, in I some ways it. I like, right? Because it doesn't overdo that no. thing, and it could get distracted. There's more right? in it's, Kingpin than,
3: than
6: this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kingpin yeah. is the apex for yeah, bowling. bowling.
3: Well, <laughs> you, you don't ever see dude actually bowl. That's kind of interesting. Like He I'm actually definitely. never throws a, an actual ball. Yeah. They said they had
6: like a world champion uh, train the main actors and the one
3: scene of uh, Bridges got cut. I'll say the opening, just that opening little montage with everybody bowling. Mm-hmm. Like, God damn, that's just such a well put together scene. And I love right. the ending,
6: too. I love this, the song, the way that it's playing out with the guitar, the one guy bowling. Mm-hmm. I just, I love the way it ends with that one guy bowling and the strike. That's got to be the pro, right? That guy's killing it. Yeah. Makes you want to bowl. Not not
0: me, but I'm not against bowling, but I always think like especially they had like some slow motion, like bowling motion. That's a lot of torque on your wrist, right? Like well, that's I feel by like wear the wrist, wrist, guards, wrist guards. I you, guess you'd have to. You're just dude. asking like, for carpal tunnel. Exactly. When I watch him, <laughs> when I watch him do it, like you're already wearing the carpal tunnel wrist. Thing. Yeah, they, they so just do it. just don't take it
1: off. It's carpal tunnel prophylactic,
0: dude. I just always think like, man, that's got to be some serious like stress on your wrist and like rotator cuff. And, and I shit, feel like you know? I've
6: seen that opening enough times where that opening scene, a couple of those like people let go of the ball a little early. Have you, I mean, you ever noticed how a couple of them bounce way early? That guy fucked It up every time it bothers me every time yeah, same here cuz the form's all good you know he probably was really nervous to be on camera and then He and, bounced yeah, it.
4: It, <laughs> it hits
0: like behind his leg <laughs> sorry whoever you are in that scene oh man um, so nate nate hit on something earlier that that i just wanted to touch on and that is that uh he said he said it's not hard to follow i disagree i i think you're not giving yourself enough credit i think i think this, it's tough to follow on the first watch I think oh, people First get watch, confused. 100% yeah, a lot and I think of that's names. what he was saying,
3: first watch it was confusing But He, a was, he, in said, he blah, blah. said,
0: I don't think it's that hard to follow If you're paying attention, and I was yeah, going to say I disagree, give yourself more credit It was credit.
1: certainly confusing to me and, yeah. and, I, and I'll admit that this time, it had been a number of years Since I'd seen it, and I, and I watched it In a few chunks, and uh, it was, I, was, I had a little bit of trouble remembering exactly like wherever you know, where everybody was once you've watched enough times and it gets super
0: coherent and you know exactly what's going on i think it gets better but i think it takes multiple watches to get to that point
3: well jackie treehorn i think throws everything for a loop because you're like what the fuck how's this guy's involvement and it never really kind of doesn't set. explain like it, it doesn't he just kind uh, of shows up it's and funny his
0: money owe him money yeah, that, I mean, I that just, never well, that she, never comes around
5: because of the, all the porn, you know, because she's involved in the porn. So, so Jackie, she's Jackie, paying the guy producing so, the so, porn she, to put her in so, the porn. So, so, <laughs> she's paying money to so, be in the porn. No, no so the <laughs> that's well, interesting I, well, <laughs> business model. But she, that's how she was involved with him. So <laughs> right, I don't, we no, know no, 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 I get that. He but, yeah. loaned her money
0: for
6: something.
5: Right, right, but because you know, Jackie Treehorn presents Logjamming is is yeah. So and she was in that movie. That was the movie that she was in. That's
6: why I'd be curious. Just a little
1: explanation of why she owes the money. Yeah, the Coen brothers don't want you to have that, Nick.
5: She owes money all over but
1: town. It. Yeah, all over town.
0: See, but but so, a lot but, of it is like assumptions made by Lebowski. Like he, she owes one guy money, right? And fucking, he's okay. like she owes money all over
5: town to so all these <laughs> things, <laughs> you know, <and> pornographers. <laughs> she kidnapped that's, herself. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's
3: it. <laughs> Do we got enough room for uh, Joel and Ethan to, to get out here, or what? Yeah, I
1: think we can. Make yeah, we here. can talk to these two dudes. two directors. We, well, we got Scotch director? Beck here too, so I don't know if you know. I oh, got two knees. Let's snuggle up.
0: I know let's we've only it. been going for like five minutes, but I need to pee. All
6: right, so this is not nom, of course. There are rules here on Bev's Video <laughs> Kingdom, <laughs> there's and no there's categories me. we have to follow. There are no categories on this podcast. And we're drinking with the director, we're drinking with the Cone brothers, but we're, more importantly, we're drinking with Scotch Beck. As
3: well. Scott. We have 51 episodes of Beautiful Tradition, okay? Beautiful Tradition
4: (laughs) brought to you.
6: And this is Drinking with the Director. We're drinking with Scotch Beck, thanks to Last Call Brewing out of Oakdale, California. Three out of the five of us, no, two out of the three out of the five of us are drinking BVK, the delicious, fruity, flavorful. IPA.
0: Brad and Scott have both going right now.
6: Five out four out of the five of us are drinking white Russians. The thanks other, to Nate. The other one fifth is lactose intolerant.
0: Yeah.
1: The guy who got the Kalua is that lactose to intolerant. Me and his Russian.
6: Would love for Zach to blow his butt out on the pod, but he just wasn't
0: in. Oh, it. is that what you guys wanted me to do? Yeah. Poop?
6: We haven't done ASMR in a really long time. <laughs> Zach. Oh, true. for the old
0: school fans, a little oh, ASMR movement. Some ASMR <laughs> pooping.
6: But uh, we're drinking with the director. We're sitting down with the Coen brothers. And I don't know. What do you guys want to talk to? And we've talked about the fact that a lot from what I read, what Brad said, I didn't read the uh, what Bridges said about um, that there was some improv. There was a lot of improv. I read that a lot of what was spoken in the movie was written and was in the script. What do you guys want to talk to the Coen
3: brothers about? I, I guess I would actually, someone we've already brought up, which is like, do you guys enjoy writing movies that, that really kind of just end somewhat... Uh, abruptly, or just kind of not really having a true ending like a lot of films do, because so many of the movies. Oh, brother, where art thou? It's it kind of like ends a little bit like oh, okay, well, I guess sending Lebowski ends like that. Um, as we were saying earlier, I mean, no brother uh, or uh, no country for old men that, that just ends kind of like wow, wait, this is the end.
6: So like so. we were talking about Christopher Nolan, right? About and I we, the research I did showed how he's he's so damn organized and everything is happening for a reason. So the way things end. It's meant for you. It's His belief is that he's given you enough in the movie, whether you notice it or not, to explain the ending, even if it ends somewhat abruptly or um, not completely clear. And so what I'd be curious, what you're saying along those lines, is do the Coen brothers have the same philosophy? We came into this. Everything has a reason, which would explain the script. People just stay into a script. They come in extremely organized. There's a reason for the story. And so their endings is there something where every single ending does it make sense? Should it be explained? Should it be fairly clear to us what is going on, or do you? Th- I feel like they leave it more open than
0: so, so Nolan's. Think, I don't think it needs to be explained. I think I don't Nolan. Think so either. I think Nolan is a different filmmaker, obviously, but he he wraps things up in a in a tidier well, bow than yeah. than the Coen Brothers. Sure. But there's two schools of thought. There's the the first school of thought is that the Coen Brothers are. These these amazing filmmakers and they're leaving it up to you and that's their artistic decision and direction and that's what they do. The other school of thought is that these fuckers are lazy. They don't want to write an ending, so they're like, let's <laughs> let's fucking end the movie like right in the middle Ethan of the. Ethan Joel, f-
3: which one is it?
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, I'd be curious to know like what what their thoughts on that are because I bet you they would be a little bit self-deprecating and say like, you know, sometimes it's easier just to leave it open to audience. Uh, you know, you think it, so? Yeah, I don't know. I just. Cause like Inside Lou and Davis bugged me. Inside Lou and Davis is a movie about nothing that I love, <laughs> that I think is great. What do you think, Scott? You've seen it?
5: Yeah, it, it's a, it's a hard one because I mean, also, obviously, as a musician, also mm-hmm. it's tough because yeah. I mean, it's just a bad day for a, a musician. His his partner died. You know, he's trying to make it as a solo artist. He can't get any gigs. You know, anything good going on. He goes to this audition, like, and, and nothing works out for him. He he sings that. That song with uh, um, Justin Timberlake yeah. and and, uh, and then he Han, Han Solo's kid, and then he he doesn't take the the, the he signs
6: the, to get the immediate check,
5: immediate money, and then next thing you know, it's like that song's gonna blow up. Oh. So anyway, so that song was that that um, movie was rough watch for me, but I loved the music, the and for music. it to end
6: with Bo- and for it to end with you know Bob Dylan stepping up <laughs> to the mic, and that's how it kind of ends, right. and he's on his way out, kind of a thing.
1: So so I think of this a little bit, and I'm curious to hear Nick's commentary on the on this but you know it's kind of a high risk high reward strategy if you're somebody who's very talented um in the sense that like so you know if you make a garbage movie and you leave the ending like open to interpretation everyone's just like that's just a pile of shit right i mean the in other words the, the ambiguous ending doesn't buy you like or, or probably in most cases doesn't buy you like the points, the, like the, the... the critics, like, you know, you're doing something different. You're not following the formula kind of accolades. If you're making something that's really good, then in terms of a movie, then all of a sudden, right, some people are turned off by it, like my dad, who might have loved a movie that wrapped it up a little tighter. But there's a lot of people that are just like blown away because they're like, OK, now I get to be. It's almost like you take the viewer and allow them to be a part of the film process, you let them kind of be a part of the interpretation of what's going on, and they get to debate it and think about it, and it makes them more an active, engaged, like, you know, long after the movie's over. I think of this a little bit the way I think about, you know, I wonder about art, right? So, I mean, there, you know, you often, I think, see people, and maybe, maybe from a totally different venue, the way that you think about wine tasting, Work, you know, with art, right? You create well, really you abstract ahead. art, yeah. and, and and you know, you know, all the way to like the Pollock type. You know, inter, you know and turn, you know, what do we even call that? You know, uh, you know, Pollock is
6: like uh,
1: abstract. I think it's you called know.
6: abstract expressionism yeah. or abstract. Right. Art. Yeah.
1: So stuff that where you look at it and you you know, like a lot of people look at that and go, and that's just fucking paint splatters. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, and and but but of course, you know, he's obviously talented. There's obviously something there. So people look at it over and over and again and go, okay, the fact that we don't know yet what it is is part of what the charm of the thing is.
3: Did did. Pollock ever get in the little straps and, and go naked and just splatter the paint as he's like going across the.
1: I, I want to know the answer. I haven't hit yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even thought about the God Damn, that's there. a good point. But I, <laughs> but I'm just I'm just saying, like I, I guess I wonder whether or not like not doing things a little bit different and leaving them open to interpretation is a bit of a gamble. And if you're great and if you do it consistently, people are like, okay, I'm in. Well, yeah, with the Coen Brothers, it becomes an expectation of
4: as
3: you're watching the films. If you know that that's kind of like what the expectation is, then you're like, oh, here they go. again. But but there and are always okay gonna people
1: it. that roll your eyes at you. I mean, there are always going to be people that roll your eye. You have to be able to have a little bit of a thick skin because they're going to roll their eyes about it, right? Like you are going to yeah. be like, "You're just trying to be different, trying to be contrary, and trying to not wrap this up." And you know, I, I like wrapped up things, so fuck
6: well, you. Well, and we're talking about like let's think about some of the movies that I think we've all seen. So honestly, I the more I think about Big Lebowski doesn't leave much open yeah, in comparison that's not the to worst No worst Country of them for sure. Same with Fargo. Fargo gets wrapped up. Mm-hmm. No <laughs> yeah. Country gets wrapped up.
0: No, I don't. I don't. No think country.
6: So. No. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. No. 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 No, no oh country is the only one that doesn't. Oh, brother gets oh brother. wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, mean it, it gets. I, mean, I
0: don't think Lebowski gets wrapped up. No country doesn't get wrapped up in the book or the movie. I so mean, what they,
6: does not
3: get
0: wrapped up in Lebowski? Uh, what happens to
3: what, what is Walter and and the dude's relationship now post Donnie Like, yeah, but that's that's minimal though, as far as what we're talking about the storyline.
0: Uh, uh, the, is the he,
6: audience isn't looking for
0: that relationship to who get gets wrapped. The money, up. like, where's where's uh, you know what happens? There with, was no with, money with there Bunny.
6: There was no money. Bunny ended up back at the house with Lebowski. Nobody really cared as, so as long as she was alive. So
0: literally nothing. So she so she just. I don't know. I just. No, it was wrapped up. It was just yeah. like, are you okay with the I way mean, it got guess. wrapped up? <laughs> then now that you're saying it like that, I'm like.
5: The big Lebowski tried to scam and tried to get the money because he knew right. she was going to be out of town and this whole thing happened and, and it just, yeah. It wrapped well, he up. knows he's, Bunny
3: doesn't care about her. Like, I mean,
5: doesn't yeah. care about him. Like, right.
6: he's just like, eh, whatever. So it was like based on, which I don't know. Do you guys know anything about the Raymond, Raymond Chandler mystery? Um was it mystery stories, detective stories? I don't know. It was movie shows. It's that's what these his story was based on, and maybe there's like maybe it's a corky take on detective stories. I didn't do any digging into it, but that's what they're based on. a Raymond Raymond Chandler detective stories. So maybe there's some cork going in there where maybe they're not so long as like you know like the pulp fiction approach to it's like a lighter take to a detective story. It's not like a full on dark dark comedy, but. And maybe doesn't deliver in some ways a normal detective story does. The ending maybe isn't as tight, you know, as like a a nice present or wrapped up bow as you might like. But I don't know. I have no idea what a Raymond Chandler detective story looks like. So I can only (laughs) guess.
5: Well, something that, uh, you know, I'd be curious to know about from them is what do they find more important in a movie? The story or the characters and the dialogue? Because to me, watching a Coen Brothers movie, a lot of them, it's all about the characters. It's all about the dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd like to know from them like, how do you get, like, a character like the dude, you know, you, you, you write down, okay, he's a lazy guy or whatever, but like, do they have, I want to know about their process. Do they get together with Jeff Bridges and like say, okay, this, the, here's your, what, what do you got? And then he does yeah. some things. They, oh, we love that. Or, like, do they workshop it or do yeah. they just trust was, the actors? Like, that's what I want to know from them. Yeah.
3: It was a combination of a few guys that they knew um so, so they, they had an idea of they who did they have wanted. some ideas of who they wanted and i'm assuming jeff bridges always says that like oh you wrote it and basically that's who i've been like b- outside of like my acting that's who i am and like you guys basically wrote me like and so mm-hmm. he kind of embraced it and, and there's this big question of like once he played the dude did he just become the dude and that's like who he is the rest of his life so wait, he
1: was saying that before that he wasn't the dude but he became the dude
3: he, he's no, saying that like that's who i am outside of hollywood and you guys basically like wrote who i actually am and now like i get to embrace myself and just kind of just roll i mean with i
1: them. mean that's even more you know one of the so we're gonna do we're gonna cover hell or high water here in a few weeks and uh in a couple months and i mean if you contrast the dude with the sheriff in hell or high water there's some things that i suppose are a bit, i mean that that right that contrast right there just shows you you know, no matter how well regarded Jeff Bridges is, he's underrated. Like the, the, his range from that sheriff to, he went, to like, through, yeah. he
6: went, but he went through a little stretch because after Crazy Heart, he got he was he was catching he was nominated for Crazy Heart. Yeah, oh, yeah. And was, So he was definitely got Crazy some Heart was the
1: other one I was gonna mention. Much yeah. warranted Oscar. praise. Yeah, no, I am mean, not saying he. I mean I'm not saying he's been ignored. I'm just saying I watched this movie and somehow like I think I hadn't watched this since I probably saw Crazy Heart and saw. Hell or high water five times, and so then I was like, "Wait a minute, holy shit! I forgot Jeff Bridges was the dude too." You know, like it was that one of those where I was like, wow. "That guy's just unreal." Like he he he's he he should be talked about. I think more as one of the upper echelon, like top seen, top guys. Have you
5: seen the vanishing? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Way back. Yeah. So we're, He's so creepy. We're creepy in that, dude. Yeah. We were
1: so like he was in Tron.
3: He was, like... was kind of like the leading man, kind of hero in oh, Tron, yeah. and then he goes to Tron Legacy, which comes out many, many, many years later, and my son and I had watched a bunch... We'd watched Tron Legacy a ton when he was young, yeah. and so we watched Lebowski together this time, and after, I was like, do you see a lot of Lebowski in his character in Tron Legacy? And it's like, He's he's got kind of the exact like dude vibe almost in Tron Legacy, which is kind of funny because he's just playing like this like, oh man, we're into like cyber jazz and all this stuff, and like he's just kind of like a, a very much laid back, calm, collected dude living in like this cyber universe. So it's kind of cool.
6: Some like uh, casting uh, and you know half half ass internet research as far as potential. Don't um, you dare cast steal some stealing, of their watchable stuff. So. <laughs> I read the dude was offered to Gibson,
1: to Mel Gibson.
4: Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I know.
1: I'm not in on that, although Gibson does grow a nice beard. We'll See, I, I heard they wrote the the dude,
3: Bassimi's Busce, uh, part, and and, and and John Goodman all were like, that and were all written, like, essentially with them in
6: mind. I'm buying that 100%. Totoro was evidently embarrassed after he saw the movie. Like, they said he, said he said he wants to, like, roll with it. And immediately <laughs> oh. when he saw the part, he was embarrassed, and as time went on, he like warmed up, but he said he was like embarrassed of like the oh, character that he put on the screen. Which did, is... did anybody watch the Jesus,
5: movies? No, anybody the Jesus movie? Has anybody watched the Jesus movie? I, no. I started it and it's, determined. Determined. it's terrible. It. It's
0: terrible.
3: I didn't yeah. get through to it. Either. It's not good. Okay. Well, they
5: it, it what, what I I saw the beginning. They kind of explain how he's he got involved with eight year olds and it, he was it, kind of framed. Because I was thinking like, why like, would we watch a movie about a dude that like touches kids or whatever? But it's it, it's it's one of those like. Like explaining, like he went, like he, he went he, pissed like a, he
3: like a Maleficent, where they're like explaining he why he ended right. up being bad. It was he,
5: he got he got screwed, it was like he didn't, he wasn't really a pederast, like yeah. Walter says.
3: And then Robert
6: Duvall, Anthony Hopkins, Marlon Brando were considered for Jeffrey Lebowski, Brando, which
0: would be uh interesting. Well, wow. Brando would have been wild. <laughs> wild <and interesting. laughs> I, I thought the guy was that played, he was really good, played the old perfect. Lebowski was awesome, but like yeah. I yeah. think that that role could be a lot of different people, yeah, especially like Coen Brothers, unlike Jeff Bridges. Uh, The dude, like, I mean, it's a pretty iconic role. I I, I can't picture... I mean, I honestly, of all the people, now that you guys said Mel Gibson with a beard, I guess I could see it. I guess I could see him being like real fucking... Have you guys seen Inherent Vice? Yes. With uh, With Joaquin Phoenix? So So it's basically Big Lebowski by... Paul Thomas Anderson and uh walking Phoenix playing the dude it's good and Joaquin Phoenix plays the dude and I could see Joaquin Phoenix plays the dude I, actually he mm. but he seems younger than the dude
3: but but very similar
0: stranger very similar. not
6: as like caricature like a
0: but
3: I I, I totally agree yeah. with you Jeff bridges just his voice his tone of voice everything about it just works so well his mannerisms it's just it's when the it's f- like I don't think there's <laughs> how many roles if you put it in like the top 5 <laughs> roles that just were meant for an actor it seems like this is one of the well guys. what it is is
1: that in real life you meet that guy occasionally
4: right and i think you know it's like
1: you you run into the dude who's like about that age and about that kind of generation and about that tone every year or two i mean the guy's and you're wearing, like oh yeah he's okay. got jelly sandals yeah. most of the movie yeah i mean it, it's like you, you know guys like
3: that? I, I, okay, I, we I, we had a, we have a I've, friend. Yes, a friend really. Up, I've met dudes. I, a, a friend we grew up with. His uncle owned a bar, but down in Huntington Beach, and we went and stayed at his house one time, and he showed us maybe the most, the largest bag of weed I'd ever seen in my life. Like, yeah, I was probably I think I was like a junior or senior in high school, and it was just like a gigantic bag of weed. I was like, holy shit! And he's he was just laid back. He was just like, oh man, yeah, this is how we roll down here. I was like, oh yeah. He's like, where are you from? I'm I'm, I'm from the valley. He's like what Valley are you talking about, man? We're in SoCal, man. There's lots of valleys around here. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, he was so like yeah. relaxed. I was like, I, I'm like the Central Valley in California, like <laughs> the farm towns. He's like, oh, okay. He was just like, he was just like a chill dude. He was, he owned a bar. He was living in Huntington Beach. Like that dude's living the life. And yeah. it was a, a totally foreign to anything i would I'd understood like growing up. Like it was just like that's how this guy lives.
6: Yeah. So Scott, you let, li- you guys lived in, you know, flying blind, you guys lived in, uh, LA Sherman Oaks yep. spe- specifically, mm-hmm. right. Um, for how long? And, you know, do you see this as an LA movie? Do you see it as something that speaks to you a little bit more because of its like setting? Because they don't do too much, you know, they, they throw out the four five, but then they open right. up with, t- you know, talking about LA, the city of angels. And what do you, what's your thoughts about that? And
5: absolutely. I definitely get some vibes from that. Yeah. Well, I was there for eight years, and there's definitely, like, the apartments, like, I don't know if I've been to those apartments, right. but I've been to those, to those apartments. apartments uh-huh. Yeah. Very, like, when I saw them, I was like, holy, Dave Martin lived in an apartment that looked just like that. Okay. So, yeah, had a lot of that. And then, like, I think they drove, was it Simi Valley that they drove out to? Yep. To, to, the to, to make, make the drop, mm-hmm. yeah, and so, um, yeah, it definitely du- douchey,
3: douchey Malibu folks.
5: Yeah, absolutely. All, it, <laughs> yeah, I th- I, I've always thought of it as an LA movie. Yeah. You know, um, definitely out of my quiet beach it, town. It feels like a like a kind of Burbank Glendale type yeah. vibe.
6: And, I, and if anybody that's been in those areas and been around LA long enough, I like their approach to. it, And then they're just not in downtown LA, or they're not in Hollywood, right. and they're not in Beverly Hills to see that side of it.
5: Totally, yeah. it's the side of LA that. I'm familiar with and yeah, not the touristy Normal stuff. Normal people, and, yeah. 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 Who
3: live there and like we're trying to hustle like everybody else. Right. Yeah. So before we move on, I, I know you guys have we've had two different movies now that we've done the pod that have been considered to be like quotable movies. I know one was uh the Wedding Crashers mm-hmm. and the other was what was our second one that we talked about?
1: That was Anchorman. 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 Utterly quotable Major movies. Major League yeah. Two if we're gonna throw that. Major it League Two.
3: Okay. Yeah. This movie, I mean, it's just it's, uh, <laughs> It, it, it's got so many damn quotes that are just amazing um it's it's wild i mean it's just so chinaman wild.
0: is not the preferred nomenclature dude <laughs> asian american please walter
1: is just, and then he got, just drops so the
3: chinaman right after he says that which is amazing
1: <laughs> well and well i mean the, you know we've talked a, we've spent a bunch of time on jeff bridges there was an early call to john goodman but i mean as good as Bridges is, is the dude, is Walter the best character in this movie? I mean...
0: I think he, so. <laughs> I he, Like,
1: like no, and not only just mean the performance, I mean everything. Like, he's written perfectly in the sense that, like, I also know that guy. Like, at least a version of that guy where he's so principled in with the weirdest combination of ways and cannot get out of his own way you mark
3: that frame in eight and you're in a world of pain yeah
1: like somebody who's just like i can (laughs) people that are like i will way all overreact to any situation that violates my really weird sense of like justice
0: exactly like i will murder you for stepping over the line in this bowling tournament that means nothing (laughs) right but I will also not turn my oven on on yeah. Travis, and even
1: yeah. more importantly, I'll murder you, and I'll justify that
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> to you very calmly after the fact. Like,
5: and he'll take care of his ex-wife's Pomeranian. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he's, he's toting this dog around.
0: It's definitely not yeah. a Pomeranian. Yeah, I think it's a Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody
1: who's like so full of the like, papers. you know. Like, you know, they're nihilist, Donnie. Don't be worried. You know, like he's he just so calm. He goes for a thousand to like one night. He sits there and watch Jesus just yell at him and just super calm. And you're waiting for him to blow up. Nope. He's just yeah, so that's annoying. not the moment that he gets worked up at all. <laughs> no. Right. Like, yeah. so for well, he's me, like
3: that's guy's yeah. a pederast. I don't have to worry about him. Like, Yeah, <laughs> I can, I can exclude him from my concern because he's a pederast.
0: Unreal. Just like the kidnappers too. Like he completely like he's just like these these they're amateurs. Like why, what are you even worried about, dude? He's these, right. They're fucking
6: amateurs. He's right on his calls in the movie. Right, like ninety percent. Other than Mr. Lebowski when he picks him up and says that he's uh, <laughs> right. funny. phony, and where, you, and where I, he
1: loses control of the Uzi. Uh, <laughs> no, that doesn't right. go well. Yeah. yeah. So those All two. Right. He thought he was going to army roll out of that car. Oh, yeah, it didn't go well. Yeah. I'm 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 enjoying my coffee. <laughs> so, so, enjoying, my coffee. enjoying my coffee. So, so here's my question. If you guys if you guys had to choose between listening to Morgan Freeman or, or Sam didn't... Elliott. Ooh. <laughs> I've got you... Sam Elliott takes.
3: Oh, so so do we hear did we hear Sam Elliott's uh, new take today?
1: So oh, so what? so
0: I've got a take that incorporates Sam Elliott's new take. So so this is a perfect segue <laughs> to what I want to talk about later, but I'll talk about it right now. Sam Elliott on this rewatch, he's hitting on the dude, right? He's hitting on the dude in the bar. Is he not? Is he hitting he's, on him? I think he is. Well, putting that, the vibe that, out that, to the that dude that brings his whole take Jeez, of today. Exactly. When I watched it, <laughs> when I watched it yesterday, I was like, "Is he hitting on the dude right now?" I think he's putting the vibe to the dude. He's like, "Yeah, no. dude."
3: He's like licking his mustache a little what, bit. One, I'll give you. I'll give you one point on your on Suck your thing. Suck the sarsaparilla if, off his if mustache. If I'm talking to a dude, guy, to if dude, I'm talking a to a guy at, if you watch
0: it with that frame
3: of mind. If I'm talking to a guy at the bar, <laughs> thank you. And that guy gets up, and it's an empty bar, and all of a sudden, immediately, some guy sits down right next to me in the seat next to me oh, what's this guy up to? What like, I'm, I'm going to be concerned. Really? He's That's got never, like a weird... If, if it's an open mind. bar and and the guy that I was just talking to gets up and leaves and then all of a sudden I mean,
1: somebody jumps a, into that seat. I might think that... I might be like, why are you in my personal space? I probably wouldn't be like, why are you trying to get up on my D?
0: It's like the meme where the guy's at the row of urinals and there's all empty <laughs> ones and then somebody comes and pees in the one right next to him and looks uh, at him and goes, hey, you know... That might be different. I think, and I love Sam Elliott, but in light of so recent in mean, light of recent comments, this may have influenced my, wait, wait, my watch. The, yeah, they they so he recently <laughs> came out and said that Power of the Dog is a bullshit movie and he thinks it sucks. He was on Mark Maron's podcast and basically said that he thinks Power of the Dog is a bullshit movie. And he thinks that it sucks. And whether or not you think that is that is either way, he then cited the reason that he didn't like it was because it made cowboys out to be into homosexual shit or he something says they're like wearing that. their
3: chaps with no shirts on and he's like, what's that all about? And he's like, he's like, and what is a he? Uh, he also a <laughs> little sexist as well. He said why why is a, a New Zealand woman writing about the old West and like, think that she
1: can like actually have a, a good take about it. Like, awesome. So Sam Elliott was like, I'm just going to be
0: problematic.
4: Today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, he didn't go like full Eastwood, but he went a little, uh, he he went a little, I thought it was a little off. Of and, Gibson. And I had read Damn, that, and Sport then I watched Gibson. Lebowski, and then I watched Lebowski, and, and, and I was like, like Wait I was minute. like,
1: man, it really seems like he's Isn't hitting on Lebowski right now. No, so, Dude, I, so thought I thought he was throwing a game is where I've at him, So, so your, your brother-in-law and his husband, <laughs> yes. will, they need to weigh in Wilson on this. Don. We should ask Wilson Don. They need to watch Lebowski. you know Don's listening. Don, I need you to comment on the socials and weigh in here. Don's
0: probably seen I don't know if Wilson's seen Lebowski, we'd have to ask him. Uh, okay,
5: so, okay, so this is a weird take because to me, Sam Elliott is God. It like or you know because he's kind of the, he's, narrator, he's the narrator, God, whatever, and he just shows up. The music, he comes knows in, his name about, before like, a mystic. Yeah, he knows kinda, about yeah, and right. like he's a mystic character. It's not. Like, oh no, God, no no no! God. And but,
0: I thought the same thing the first right. like eight times but, I saw so, it. So what you're saying is God <laughs> is gay.
5: Is what you're saying to me? Uh, I, mean, uh, I wouldn't okay. have any problem. In with fairness, that. I okay.
1: think God is go. God is bisexual. If we're gonna yeah. be really good, but you know that's a whole other. Now podcast. Now we're, now
5: we're cooking. but no, like, yeah, <laughs> cooking no, I've never, oil. I've never once considered that he was hitting on him at all ever. But <laughs> me I mean, i I'm, watch I'll, it again. I'll watch it again. Watch it again I'm and watch Elliot's
0: I, face I when it. he looks at him. He's excited to talk to him, and he's like, "Cause he likes him." It's strange. No, it's it goes to a it goes to. I mean, and maybe this is homophobic of me to say this.
1: It's definitely homophobic. I'm getting a major homophobic vibe off you, brother.
0: To me, no, no, I got I got a little bit of a, Oh. Elliot wants to fuck the dude. That's I got a
1: little bit of that. Like, I feel like that. Right. I actually feel like that's you're your opening your. I don't think it's homophobic, You're just opening your worldview a little bit. You're like, okay, I'm starting to feel this a little bit. You know? I'm, I'm starting two percent, Nate. Nate,
3: Nate. <laughs> I, 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 I got to do say about about Sam Elliot and the and the dude when they have their conversations. There's one part of it that always reminds me of something associated with you, which is. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 so the what, 8%, percent, what percent part, of the stranger says do you have to use so many cuss words right. uh, he yeah. says what the fuck are you talking about and that always reminds me of one time so uh nate's family has gotten uh during the summer for a week for like ages they've gotten since a beach seven. house since he was seven they've gotten a beach house in santa cruz and he's always been super gracious to have like his friends come join him for a, a couple nights here and there and so this was probably like Mm, senior year of high school junior year of high school uh myself and two of our buddies we came up to visit and so we drive up and so we're guys in the car the whole time little road trip we're cussing blah 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 we get to the house and we walk in and it's like nate and a bunch of relatives are all kind of sitting around in the living room and we walk in we're kind of like making introductions with folks and uh one of our friends he's just like oh man fucking blah blah blah, and he drops up and i kind of look over like you know come on man we're in like and then he's, he's like looks at me he's like the fuck are you looking at me <laughs> <laughs> he, just kept, he just kept like like doubling down he said like fuck like three times in a row and i'm just like bro was, was like, this was this yeah <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, well, so this is the, the, this is the, just uh, to bring it full circle, Arlen's parents were the bought Bev's video kingdom from Bev. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 No shit. Yeah, Arlen is like one of the nicest people in the world and like somebody who like would have probably been horrified. He probably was horrified the second he realized it.
3: He was just in like full on bro mode and then we got in the house and he just kept it going and I'm just like, dude, like... (laughs) He's like, what the fuck are you looking at me for? <laughs> it's like,
1: Dude, look at it. We're, look, come on. we got a bunch of... Play it tight. Play it tight. Yeah. Play it tight.
3: So the, that just reminds it When he says, do you have to use as many cuss words? He says, what the fuck are you talking about? Because
0: <laughs> what's really funny is that, Brad, when he says it about the cuss words, it made me immediately think of your father. Because you always talk about he doesn't even listen to the pod because of all the cussing that we do on the pod.
3: My dad and the stranger probably have a lot in common, except for maybe the homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> he loves him some sarsparilla. I was really trying not to take it there. <laughs> <laughs> Brad beat you to it. <laughs>
6: Brad, you brought up the quotes. Is there any quotes? I mean, you brought it up, and then we started talking, and you didn't come back to. Some, oh, I, some I of your mean, favorites.
3: my my all-time quote, and and I don't think there's maybe a funnier line that's ever been written, or or just the way it's presented, is. When a guy picks up the bowling Dude, ball, I have what head the head. fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Oh, it's obvious you're not a golfer. <laughs> it's just, the way he says it, the way he uh, just presents it, it's just so amazing. And for the guy to not know what a bowling ball is, <laughs> no, what he's is that so confused. About? It was the Chinaman. Obviously, man. you're not uh, all, It yeah. was the Chinaman. He yeah. didn't. Maybe they don't have uh, that guy. The Chinaman is barely Asian. Like, when I first saw him, <laughs> I was like, like, I was like what
0: Chinaman China are they talking about? Like, that guy yeah, the dude has, Asian like, black
3: all. hair and yeah. like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the flat top. Black flat top. Uh. Did you guys notice that
6: Donnie's wearing a shirt that has a different person's name other than his every time? He's in not. bowling. I did notice it. Oh, w- awesome. It never point, says Donnie. And they never say anything about it. I didn't read anything on it. It never says Donnie. Like Walter has, I think a Wal- Walter. Sometimes I feel like Don- has- Donnie
1: isn't Donnie the guy though that would like go to the he. He's probably shopping at the thrift store looking for bowling. That's shirts what and I'm like, just I curious I if there's shit.
6: something. So there's a book on the making. I think of I think there's a book on the Big Lebowski or the making of it. Um, in the so I wonder if it just talks about a bunch
0: of because they have such a cult following. I wonder if they just wrote a book on it and all these little nuggets. So we we're talking about favorite quotes. I think I think that it's not even a quote. I think my favorite part of this movie is Walter's eulogy to uh, to Donnie and then <laughs> shaking the the, the ashes <laughs> out and they just cover the dude. dude. It is so funny every single time it makes me laugh so hard and he doesn't even <laughs> react. He just has that like
3: he just like closes his eyes and closes his mouth and he's just like oh oh
0: it's sorry, like he knew
6: dude. it was coming. Now, well, like, oh my and God. he
3: finally yeah he just finally erupts on on yeah. Walter and just <laughs> lets him have it finally.
0: But even before that like not even the eruption on on him just like yeah. just like Walter's little speech and then the, the ashes flying in his face just makes me laugh so fucking hard
3: i mean obviously walter every interaction with donnie is just i mean donnie seems like such the nicest guy and yet he just gets shit on constantly
0: those are the guys that are friends with guys like walter yeah, yeah. guys that are cool with getting shit and, on. and this is the
1: other thing is yeah. like Bashimi plays kind of against type like this is not i don't know if i can think of another role where he's like this he's not he's he's usually a little bit of a like he's witty he's, he's switty, gonna have to come back prick, yeah you know? and he's gonna be able to <laughs> he's his way just out. a doormat in this in the and like You don't, you know, you look at him and you're like, I didn't think that was in your arsenal, right? As weird as it (laughs) is, and he's just the perfect straight man for for Goodman, who's just over the top. The two of them together are just.
4: When he comes into the
1: and the and the dude
6: says, I don't care about that. I I care about my Johnson. Or no, I need I I care about I need my Johnson. And and Donnie's like, What do you need that? What do you need that for, dude? (laughs) (laughs) So funny.
0: (laughs) And he's like 100 serious when he
1: looks at him and he goes phone's ringing dude
4: (laughs) thank (laughs) you donnie
1: Donnie. (laughs) and and right there even those little quotes right again it takes me back to this thing where it's like it's it's nothing you can see on the page where like the fact that the dude is nate calls himself the dude and then they refer to him as dude without the the way that we would refer to each other as dude so so you're like (laughs) like the phone's ringing dude and you're like every time you laugh because you know he's using it as a proper noun yeah, But, like, it's the way – I don't know, something about all those little things. And and I, for me, I guess there's something special about the kind of comedy that hits you in a way where you, like, feel almost confused or, like, about why it's so funny, but you just can't stop laughing about it. And I, I like would, the I would, world that
6: you live in where everyone's down to call somebody dude. Did, just yeah, like yeah.
1: –
3: that you call me that, and then that's what everyone that's, calls that's you normal. first time. Yeah. So I'm a big San Francisco Giants fan, and my favorite – giants writer of all time this guy grant brisby who who's just he's he's i don't want to say he's bill simmons but he's in that that aspect of like can combine pop culture with sports and you mean the famous podcaster bill simmons (laughs) that's what i'm talking about but grant brisby is the most underrated writer he's one of my top five writers of all time in the history of the world he's amazing and he still writes and he just recently did an article about uh tim tim linscom not getting the hall of fame and he based it all around how tim linscom was called the freak and so he basically used the dude as kind of like the, using the freak as the dude. So he like the whole article brings all these little references to Lebowski, like the the, the dude, but using the freak instead. And it's just it's an amazing That's article. Funny. I love the dude so much. And uh I love Grant Brisby so much. Wait, sorry, yeah,
1: was the dude there? I (laughs) I love Grant
3: Brisby so much because he has just got his finger on the pulse of sports and pop culture and and just does amazing things.
0: Tim Lincecum won two World Series
3: and weighs like
0: 170 pounds.
3: And how many Cy Youngs? He won two Cy Youngs and he uh, threw two no-hitters and he won two World Series and he is somebody who... I think the only other pitcher to do that is Sandy Koufax. I, I mean, believe.
0: the guy's throwing 93, and he's literally like 170 pounds. Like, he's n- the tiniest Tiny. dude. It's the
1: most insane shit. Did, I, I'm pissed now that you just told me that he's not going to get in. Did our, did, did, we just, did, did our listeners just turn the channel to KNBR? Or... <laughs> He'll get in. He'll get in. Hey, it's the Razor to Mr. <laughs> T here on KNBR 680. <laughs> a little bear, uh, a little bear. I will say real
3: quick if you if you know old school KMBR Ray, uh, 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 Ralph Barbieri the razor I always thought he sounded like Joe Pesci he reminded oh, me of 100%. Joe Pesci a lot yeah
6: all right all right on that note let's go on to Shag Snag bag oh yeah i remember driving home
0: from work <laughs> on the day on the day that ralph got fired when they fired him yeah and he cried on the air and tommy was crying on the air and I was just like, this is the most insane radio. They just fired a couple is, more
6: people, too. They, dude. And then your cassette tape, you pushed record.
0: <laughs> I should have. If I had that option in my Ford Escort station wagon that I was driving at the time, I would have pressed record. Play and Man, recording. that was heavy well, shit. all our
3: dude. Bay Area fans, I'm sure you appreciate all this uh, yeah. insight into KNBR. I, I want to body bag the last two minutes of this podcast.
0: Bring back <laughs> bring back the Razor, KNBR. you fucking pussies.
3: Grant Brisby on The Athletic. Check him out, please. I'm not going to pay for that shit. Go Dodgers.
0: The athletics oh. like Athletics like $2.99 a month.
6: <laughs> All right, we are moving on to our next category, Shag Snag Body Bag. And uh Nate, let me hear what you want to shag.
1: I want to shag Walter saying Donnie. <laughs> That's so specific.
0: <laughs> I love it. I, I,
1: literally, if you just, if you could just, you know play different versions of Walter saying sentences to Donnie and end them with or begin them with Donnie. I'll just listen to that. <laughs> I don't know, five, six hours. Here to go, time. Donnie. <laughs> Donnie? It's like, it's, it's like very just aggressive always. But I want the incredulous one, the one where he's like incensed by something that Donnie does that's really not that bad, but he's just shitting on him. Donnie, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Oh, yeah, none John of you are Goodman. doing it right. I don't want your recordings. <laughs> We're
3: not John Goodman.
1: Uh, we are not. I love it. I mean, I just, the way he says it, the right, the way he says a lot of things. I mean, I, I mean I'll, I'll just take basically on a loop every line that John Goodman says John in the Goodman. movie. Just edit everything else out, and I'll just listen.
3: I'm I'm jumping on your back, man, because Walter's my shag, and it's just constant surprises. It's just a whirl, a whirlwind of chaos. It's like... You don't know what he's going to be talking about next, because like he he just, I I love just how like I said when when dude says Chinaman and all of a sudden he's like he keeps kind of going with it and then the middle he just stops to remember like, oh. That's not the preferred nomenclature. Like, it's just the the fact that that you never know what he's going to be talking about. Super calmly, he's like Asian American. I can, I can like, get you a toe. I can get you a toe. Yeah, like, you want a toe? I'll get you a toe. <laughs> or, or when he tries to talk about just like the marmot, like like licensing, like that's just that's just illegal. And like, <laughs> he calls it an amphibious rodent. <laughs> I mean, that dude. You never know where the fuck he's going to be coming from and what I he's going to say. And it's just it's such a great character. Oh man, I love Walter. What do you guys act? Uh,
0: so, <laughs> I mean, it was going to be my snag, but I feel like I should just jump on the bandwagon and put Walter Sobchak as my uh, as my shag because Jesus Christ, dude, he steals the movie. Every scene that he's in, he steals it, and I think he's just he's just absolutely amazing. I love Goodman all the way from Roseanne to Lebowski to Righteous Gemstones to everything in
3: between. He's just. He's just unreal. Have you and ever seen anything where you're like, oh, John, like, like he's the absolute antithesis of uh, a Tim Robbins for me? It's like when I see John Goodman's <laughs> in something, I'm like, oh fuck, this is gonna be something. There's gonna be some good shit going on because John Goodman's gonna bring something to this. Did fucking you guys ever role. see
1: King Ralph? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking yeah. leading comedy role. Like he's great in that. Yeah. It's so funny. It's
3: it's a classic. It's a dumb classic, but it's dumb it's classic. good. Yeah. So yeah, so I
0: I just I can't not piggyback on what you guys are saying because I just I think he is as far as I think and that's the that's the tough thing when we do the draft next week or in a couple of days it's like the dude is probably like ninety percent of people's one of one but I think Walter is ten percent ninety percent whatever pick, you're, you know what I mean I just fuck dude I just can't I don't know if you can get away from it. All right.
6: Since we're all jumping on each other's backs, this is gonna be uncomfortable. I'll jump on Zach's back, and whoever
3: so Nate's
1: the God, bottom Nate, of. Can the, you hold this, Nate? Can yeah. you hold all of us? Uh, I think. I, well, according to uh, Mike from last week's episode, I'm, <laughs> I'm the big guy who would bake it in prison. He did say that you so were the I'd base say, of the I'd say, yeah, I can handle it.
6: I'm the smart one jumping oh, on top okay. last. No one's on my back. <laughs> um, but That's I'm gonna. True. So it's 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 Walter, but it's it's actually the dude and Walter's friendship, and it kind of all comes to you know comes together at the end, right? And it's that, it's that conflicted. They've found each other at this time in their lives and they can't really, they, they love bowling, They love spending time together, whatever that means. And they can't not be together. They keep kind of coming back to each other for some, for one, when a rhyme or reason and Donnie passes, but you know, at the end of the day that you feel bad for Donnie, but obviously with the way that he was treated, it was kind of a Walter and it was a Walter and dude friendship. And, and poor Donnie was kind of on the outside and just like the hug at the end, and how like frustrated and disgusted dude was with like the ashes flying in his face, but I you know the the hug at the end, you know Lebowski didn't want to, but then he he hugs Walter at the end, and uh I kind of just dug their friendship, the phone call we talked about as far as. He's just calling to check in to see if Larry was going to crack. So they're just calling each other just casually, just to bullshit. And he just, Walter
3: was bugging him. So he had to call the the Shabbos, except the Shabbos. Right. But no, as you said, Nick, earlier, you, you mentioned the fact that the fact that he always actually was pretty much correct in his assumptions, like almost except for picking up the big Lebowski and trying to get him out the wheelchair. Like most of the time he was (laughs) spot on stuff, right? He was spot on on his reads. So And that's like your you know, those that's kind of they're like a ride
6: or die group a little bit, you know what I mean? So um that's my shag. So we can move on to
0: uh snag Zach. So think? so my snag, which was my shag, but I've flip flopped now, uh, is basically like this movie is the and we've actually picked this for Shag Snag Body Bag before. I think Brad may have picked it for Home Alone, but this movie is the ultimate, like incompetent henchman uh movie. <laughs> Every and and if you think about it like <laughs> yeah. you could think about Walter and Donnie as like as like Lebowski's like I- incompetent henchmen. You know what I mean? And then you've got the you've got the German guys and you've got fucking treehorns guys and you've got freaking you know what I mean? like Everybody's just super incompetent. Nobody knows exactly what's going on. It's just a fucking clusterfuck of incompetency.
3: Big Lebowski he he tried to be all oh, clever and he was exactly fucking yeah. incompetent. And 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 it just
0: kind of blows up in everybody's face. At some point, everybody's playing blows up in their face. mod which, might be
3: the only one who's like actually semi-intelligent that like knows what's going on.
0: Yeah, but she's gonna have fucking Lebowski's baby. Like I don't understand where <laughs> she's co- that she plan is gonna blow to up she in got her face to the too. Yeah, dude. He had to uh, turn his head and cough. Yeah, and the doctor was like, uh I guess this is a guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, he comes out of that appointment know. just jack, just like to like what <laughs> is it? Creepy like, like oh, <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah so that's my
1: that's my uh that's my shag i guess oh that's good Wait, is that the snag or the shag? well it, it was the opposite was, but he, i switched it them. so 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 i'm i'm gonna snag jeff bridges but not and not the dude not that i don't love the dude but i but for me like you know i said this earlier but when i watched this what blew me away was just the reminder of how good bridges is um and like, I, he, I looked back at his IMDb and I was kind of like, okay, wait, there are fewer. He's not in as many roles as I sort of, you know, like some of the super echelon, upper echelon actors are. But Crazy Heart, Hell or High Water, and this one, those three for me are like, you it's know. It's a pretty killer trio, right? It's though. a great trio, right? It's a, I'll put that up against almost anybody's best trio. Uh, have certainly. you watched Sean Legacy? <laughs> I'm not a Tron guy, Maybe you so am. no.
3: You could actually watch Tron Legacy without knowing Tron, and it's actually pretty good. It's got some good actors in it. It's pretty legit. It's and, and Bridges is awesome in it. He's he's tremendous. And the crazy thing about Bridges is that he's a he's a he's like Hollywood royalty. Like his Lloyd Bridges was yeah. a famous oh, actor. Yeah. I mean, like legit comes from a family of people who are all into acting. I mean, Beau Bridges, Bo Bridges, his brother, Bridges, was yeah. super into it too. Yeah. So it's like I like the Baldwins. Yeah, I mean they're they're in that kind of vein, and, and except good, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the only difference. <laughs> I mean, Bo Bridge's his his uh, word is as good as oak, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, Jerry Maguire for you. So who who's wait
6: who
3: went? So Zach went.
1: I he went, went snag Nate, Nate Brads Brad Snagging my my, my Sna- bro. Cohen brothers.
3: I mean, yeah. Be, and and the the one thing I would say about the Coen Brothers is being able to get just great performances out of just so many actors. It's not just. The elite, they, they obviously have their ends with the A-list. They get all of the A-list actors that they want. But it's just all the little side people that come on and just little small parts that are always super interesting. Like like the little detective dude that shows up that he's following him around. Yeah. They got us
2: working.
0: Oh, no, I thought you were talking no. about the guy that's like,
3: they
2: got us working in ships. <laughs> that, dude, that dude's great. Like, he, he gets the delivery. Yeah, leads. He said leads.
3: <laughs> that guy's great. Now I'm talking about the little detective guy. He's yeah. like, yeah, come on. He's like, he's like yeah, we're the, the brothers. Uh, what is it? The brothers, whatever oh, he says. He has a little term. And he's like. Seamus. Brother the Seamus yeah and he's just he's like come on man like we can you know help each other out and he's like and he's like <laughs> yeah, the, the, the way they're gonna kind of fight each other they're yeah. both they're both kind of squaring up but they're like they don't Not really want to fight no, no.
0: Lebowski doesn't want to fight anybody
3: no oh but yeah I just I the Cohen brothers they they make good movies that have interesting characters and like I said my I, I said this earlier they can combine the 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 most weird strange wild situations but then make characters that are relatable where it's just like you know what you actually kind of know people like this as we were saying earlier but
0: they're combined like they're they're caricatures and they're realistic in the same way it's a weird weird dynamic it's like nate was saying like you know a guy like walter and you know a guy like the dude but in when you watch the movie they're such like oh it's taking a lot
4: for sure
6: For sure. Well, that's um, that's close to mine. It's and I already talked about it a lot, but it's mm-hmm. how Coen Brothers choose to end. So it's the Coen Brothers, but they're and the way they end movies. Like I went into Inside Lewin Davis, just so like I had watched the trailer for that a year before it came out, the trailer eight months hyped, before it came out, and trailer I just hyped was it up for me. counting too. it down and going into it. I was kind of nervous because I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to love this movie so much. And it came down to, like, I just wonder how they're going to end it. And I would think about that. Only with Coen Brothers. Nobody else would I go into it being worried or concerned or nervous about how a movie's going to end, knowing that they're capable of going any direction, which is what I actually love about the Coen Brothers, um, that you can go into it not knowing how they're going to go. So that's – it's the Coen Brothers, but how they end, how they choose to end movies, their originality in that way. That's me. And then – all right, so right in the body bag, I'll go first. It's, like – quick two ones it's I, I put more jesus exclamation point so i wish they would have found a way to work jesus yeah, because, into because it the, more. the the
1: sequel was too much jesus but the you want but, more but in but the you movie. want more in the movie yeah
6: yeah. With so more that. jesus and then watching it for whatever teenth time it is is the narrator necessary yeah, I, I don't disagree
0: with that. You gotta have that oh, weird sexual Elliot, tension like. between him, and <laughs> and him. <laughs> <laughs> as, as
3: was mentioned. I yeah, Sam that's, I mean Sam Elliott, it's 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 I love was such Elliot. a weird introduction into the movie, like that you have this weird cowboy that just all of a sudden like knows everything about the dude and is gonna tell his story. Like, could it have opened
6: with the tumbleweed, no narrator, grocery store? Totally. And been the exact same thing. He but, doesn't run into him at the bar exact same thing uh, so it, i i
4: think
1: the the only argument on the other side i guess is it seems to me like the narrator in that in those ways and almost the tone of the narrator Kind of sets you off thinking it's going to be a bit more of a whimsical movie, which it is, right? So, like, you you, and 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 I think you know contrast that with you know No Country or one of these others where they play it really straight and it feels much more somber. Mm -hmm. You you kind of get the tone of the movie because of the narration immediately.
6: I get it. It's just like Coen Brothers; they they leave so much to be you know um, analyzed, and they leave so so much freedom to the viewer in general. Why not? why have a narrator to well, kind of spell out certain things for you and just, you know,
3: Scotch said it earlier. And there's, there's a lot of, a lot of people that kind of bring up the whole God and Jesus. It's like, it's God, it's his son, Jesus. He's got the robes. He's got the long hair. Yeah. He's got kind of that, that Jesus look. And like that, he's just kind of got this laid back, very, I love everybody vibe. Like everybody's kind of cool. Like that's that there's something to be said about that. I guess there's some type of religious connotations, but I don't know if that's what they were going for. For sure. That's, that's my body bag. Bradley, what do you got? So <laughs> my body bag is is Flea. Yeah. And, Are you fucking And, and I'm going to say, and, and here's why. <laughs> so Flea, and, and here's why. I like Flea, Flea. is, he's been in a ton of my favorite movies, which is just crazy. He's been Lebowski. He's been Back to the Future. He's been in Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. He's been, there's a stupid movie with uh, uh, um, Charlie Sheen called The Chase. I really like he was the he was a voice in Inside Out, a Pixar movie that I really love. Who was in Inside Out? He's uh, one of the like uh, cops that are in like the the imaginary land. Oh, okay, like, so, so kind of so like, like very instrument. small little thing. Okay. So he's yeah. been in all sorts of shit. He's had a great Hollywood career, but the Chili Peppers are my fucking Eagles. You hate the Chili Peppers. That's I a, fucking hate the Chili Peppers, that, man. That, that,
1: that's a crazy take.
3: And I just, well, I have reasons <sighs> for it. I don't uh, want to get into. I them don't even here, want to hear them. But Chili Peppers are my Eagles, and so Flea, I see him, and in this movie, he's actually not that great. <laughs> he's like he's fucking like I, I the, he's very overacting. Whatever. Who is it? I know. Oh no! But no! But there's good actors overacting which is i'm happy with flea overacting is flea like it's just like come on man I like he's not a german look. nihilist it just does not fit so uh yeah but that's my body bag and it's just mainly because the chili peppers are my eagles and in in the in the fashion of big lebowski or excuse me in the fashion of the dude fucking eagles man she cut off her toe it's not fair. <laughs> He does get taken out first, though. He gets jealous Oh, so, dude, he's done. So dude, I'm, he I'm, dies in that scene. Bowling ball the in the balls. <laughs>
6: I was like in the
1: sternum. That's right. <laughs> it's like, it's, so go I'm, I'm going to throw out a kind of an unpopular. What I bet is an unpopular one, which is I re- really dislike the sort of like dream sequency mm. stuff. I that I I know that that kind of people. Some people really dig that, and I almost never like it. Dude, I I, had that I don't like it. In Anchorman, yeah. like where they do that whole thing. I don't like it. You know, there's just like the, for some reason, that really throws me off in a movie where I don't know how to situate it. I think I'm kind of like, "Am I trying?" I don't know. For some reason, it, it, especially a movie where, well, I don't, I don't like it. Can, it, I, can I add a production note that you might appreciate? Oh, please, please.
3: So, so you know when he goes, he goes under the girls on the in the flip's bowling over. lane, and then he flips over, and he's got that like silly look on his face. Yeah. So in the production, the girls played a prank where they kept adding more fuzz to their crotches. <laughs> and like were they say had they bigger pee. bushes as the, as he went under them, they all had bigger bushes like hanging
1: out of their panties.
3: Yes, like each time he got there was like a bigger, bigger bush. Uh, every a,
1: time he went under, that's amazing. One I, of the girls I, should I, I, have I'm just all
3: peed on I think it's just hilarious. That's great. I love that. <laughs> Nick just said one of the
0: girls should have just peed on him. <laughs> <God. laughs>
6: oh, that's amazing, though. Man,
3: who we got? That'd be not logjammer. He's got a body <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude so uh, as soon as brad said his body bag i fucking i just like nutted up because i was like are you fucking serious like i thought i was gonna be uh, scott scott and i talked about it uh while we were making that commercial is that is that Fleet is really the weak point of the uh oh, of the german trio and of like the fucking bumbling henchman in this he movie. takes you out of it he is not good and i love his look and his face, and like the the way his teeth kind of are, and like the way <laughs> I that thought he was all fine. of that, but the way that he speaks, and like the way he does it, is like very fucking high school play to me. And I don't, I don't <laughs> I, fucking love it. Zach, and you're my boy, bro. This is a movie that that is like pretty dear to me, and I love this movie, but I don't love, uh, I don't love Flea in it, and I and it has nothing to do with the Chili Peppers because fucking Under the Bridge is one of the greatest songs ever written. I mean fuck
3: dude <laughs> I, he's great in back to the future he's great as as needles in back to the future he's awesome um, dude, he's fear and loathing s- as a small part he's good spectacular in fucking back to the future too yeah oh yeah all right are you in mcfly
0: dude <laughs> i'm with you bro i'm with you we're, we're on the same page on that i was astounded that you picked that
3: all right those what are, are good mean?
6: ones all right that's it shag snack body bag are we Yo. streaming
1: let's go streaming so I've got Crazy Heart, um, Ooh, and the, yeah. one of the other Jeff Bridges trio that I mentioned. It's on Prime and Hulu, so you have no excuse for free. For free. Oh damn! Um, and and it's <laughs> it's it's a great. He's great. The music and it's great. Um, he's great in it. It's a character that's like a serious version of the dude, almost <laughs> or something Gwyn- like Gwyneth he. Paltrow. Uh, no, Maggie. No, Maggie. Ma- Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, Jim. Gyllenhaal. How oh, I know why you picked it. Yeah, and I like I do like Maggie, um, <laughs> but it's just like it's real. It's a bit heavy at, at parts, yeah, um, heavy. but it's also really good. And Robert Duvall. And yeah, it's it's just good. Oh, it's uh, got
3: Duvall. Come on now. Yeah, it's mm. got
1: Duvall. So yeah, crazy heart. If you haven't seen it, it's it's like it might be peak Bridges. Like it, it might it might be his best. It's and, really. And it's and am real I wrong?
3: Did Gwyneth, did Gwyneth Paltrow do like a singing?
1: She yes. It's called duets. So it's and it's uh, with uh, okay. is it Huey Lewis? I think. Oh,
3: there you she, go. She's and she's great okay. in that too. Okay. was? Was she was, was, she was also of... was she also country
6: strong?
1: Yes. That was Gwyneth Paltrow. I believe that's too. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's um, go with you. Who's
3: the girl in country strong? I, 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 I,
1: think, I think it is. I, think I've, I have enough. the internet right here. Let me see. Where where's Ziggy when we need him? Ziggy. Hey, we need a Ziggy. We need Z- you
3: are correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. That is Glenn
3: Paltrow, so, Tim McGraw.
6: Yeah. Oh, Tim McGraw. Headland uh um Headland or Garrett Headland? Headland. Leighton Meester. That's your Tron Legacy guy right Leighton there. Leighton
0: Meester, bro, don't disrespect. Oh no, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, girl. he's legit in, in uh-huh. Tron Legacy. He does Meester, a good job. Meester, Meester. Okay, so uh, my streaming recommendation is going to be one I talked about earlier, and that's going to be the movie that I feel is like the closest to Lebowski that you can get. Which Midsummer
1: is the movie, Inherent Bias. Oh. Mm, I've been wanting to watch that and have it, Which so. is, it's
0: good. Which is PTA. It's uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Josh Brolin, Owen Wilson uh reese weatherspoon benicio del toro fucking joanna newsom the heart playing singer i don't know if you guys have ever listened to joanna newsom's music fuck dude so sick uh i mean dude maya rudolph fucking uh martin short like i can just continue to uh to list off dope people that are in this movie and uh it's a really weird ride weirder than lebowski oh yeah in my darker opinion. darker yep. darker weirder it doesn't get i, I don't know it's, well, it's a, paul thomas it's a, anderson like it's it's a, but it's a strange one where it, it it takes you on a ride and and if you just sit on the ride and take the ride that it wants to take you on i think it's a, i think it's a really good one mm-hmm. um I like Lebowski better but it's fucking close and uh, I think everybody should check it out. You can rent it for 2.99 on Apple TV.
3: Joaquin Phoenix has one of those George Clooney I just got hit in the face moments
0: and <laughs> drops and it's so
4: fucking it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, speaking of George Clooney getting dropped moments, uh, my stream <laughs> recommendation is "Oh Brother Where okay, I'm Thou." I'm with you. No buddy. surprise. No yeah. surprise. Uh, it's only on IMDb. Uh, IMDb TV. It's not on Amazon. That's I saw him With dude, ads.
0: Fuck IMDb TV. I know you got to watch with commercials. Yeah, it's IMDb TV worst. with ads is like we'll show you eight minutes of this movie and then eight minutes of commercials, yeah, and you, then it alternates be like, back and forth. Here's
3: your commercial. Forty four minutes, thirty seconds. And you're like, whoa, dude, that's dude, a long break. Commercials
0: right are long. The segment are short it's almost unwatchable to watch movies
3: on there so but th- that movie oh man it's just it's just magical in the sense that it brings music it brings just amazing cinematography the visuals are amazing the acting's amazing the stories uh, uh, solid the lines are great it's just a fun movie oh brother yeah my, my kids watched it with us and they were amused the entire time you could say it's slow. I mean, you could say there's not a so, whole so lot of real that, plot.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say like I, I didn't, I didn't love it, and I and I don't know why. And I think maybe that's it. Well, I
3: mean, the the story. I mean, so of course it it, it kind of follows the actual right. uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Odyssey yeah. So it's like it's got kind of this whole little it hits points. My the my sirens. son. My son had read the Odyssey, so I kept. I was like the dumb dad. I was like. Oh, you get that, (laughs) son? Yes, Dad, I get that. You see he's got a patch on his eye. Yes, Dad, I understand. It's a Cyclops. Okay. So I, was, I felt like kind of an asshole because I was being... Some,
0: some kids may need to get walked through it like that, but C- Carter's not one of them. I know. <laughs> I think he could figure it out.
3: I, I felt like a dummy. I shouldn't have been saying anything. <laughs> but, You're an excited dad. He, you like the movie. But he really liked it, and and, and the whole family enjoyed it. And, and the music, that soundtrack I, yeah, is just... I love that soundtrack. And I love that Clooney tried his ass off to try to like be able to sing the songs, and they were like, nah, no, nope, not going to happen. <laughs> his eyes get old big. Uh, all big. So, all right. Yeah. That's what we got. I'm I'm with you. Same thing, Brad. So.
0: You did the same one, Nikki? Yeah. Okay. Same one. Oh, Man, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm surprised you guys like that movie that much. I didn't I, realize I that you guys were brother. big O Brother fans. Yeah, I'm big that's an interesting. There's tick. just so many
6: interesting
3: little characters. Like they got. Uh, it's a fun rewatch for me. It's not heavy at all, and I really love the music. John Turturro's brother, when they go to like the farm and, and like they're like okay. eating the, the horse meat, and he's like, I thought this horse was starting to turn. Like that dude's just so he's just so legit looking. He looks like he's straight up in the depression. Like how they find <laughs> that fucking guy to be that actor? Like I'm just ah, uh, love say, so we much
6: Ken. <laughs> Wash, we
3: were was kidding.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're,
3: we're on to reshelf alternate endings. Has anybody got one? I legit could try to think of it. I was like, I, I got something. I don't know what to do. I mean, I, I, I'm excited I, for. Until dawn,
1: I I couldn't even really figure out a good till dawn, except that maybe the nihilists were uh, yeah. were vampires.
3: Oh, and that whole fight, and all of a sudden they kept yeah. coming back. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: that, that that was my that was my best till dawn, uh, Lebowski till dawn.
3: I've got an I've got an easy
0: one, and that is that bunny was really kidnapped right so yeah. you so you right. go you go with with bunny really getting kidnapped she really gets her toe cut off the the dude really fucks up the the exchange and they really kill her or or something right. along those lines you know or I the mean? dude saves her and, like, and the coen somehow. brothers could
3: do that they, they, oh, that would 100%. not be that would not be yeah the coen brothers could do a movie like that's that. fargo right? when you it's first fargo.
0: <laughs> exactly when you first watch lebowski though like there's no thought in your head that that's not her toe Right. Until you find out that it's not her toe. You know what I mean? So they could they could literally go that way with it. The money's there's 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 really money in the briefcase. I mean, I always like fantasize about uh, not always, but I was I was fantasizing about like the way that that walter like gets the kid to confess to something uh when he's when he's at his house like he really does crack fucking larry you know what i mean and the kid's like oh the money's here and that is the kid's car that the kid has bought the car it's in his dad's like iron lung yeah dude oh dude that's i I wanted to pick (laughs) the the dad as one of my favorite cars (laughs) and one of my favorite uh characters for the draft you know what i mean but like I mean, when the when when the dude wakes up in the, in the back of the cop car, and he's singing the theme song for Branded, and he's like Branded, and then gets fucking punched out. Ah, oh, it's so good. I was kind of
3: wonder with with Coen Brothers, like, so speaking of the toes, it's like they they do the whole thing where they jump down and they go down to Ter, uh, to Tara Reed's foot, and you see that yeah. she has all her toes, and then later they sh- they scroll down to the the girl in the when in the diner, and you see that she has a bloody toe, and that kind of almost reminded me of from Dust till dawn in 96 speaking of till dawn it's a very
0: tarantino-esque thing to do until
3: dawn they go from uh you see that there's the woman in the trunk like they're, they're driving like you you don't think they're like really bad guys and all of a sudden you go to the trunk and you see that there's this woman like hostage in the back of the trunk and you're like good. oh fuck this is like legit so i kind of like that whole little thing where it's like you you kind of use the camera to like scroll and all of a sudden it's like oh you can see some shit that you might not have noticed. And I like that. I like that kind of moving in movies. So I'm with Zach as far as that was one of the things
6: I had was that she actually gets, you know, kidnapped. So I was thinking like, Hey, what's a twist of a character that no one's expecting. That's in the movie that somehow gets wind of dudes, uh, connection to bunny Lebowski's uh, Mr. Lebowski's cause he meets Mr. Lebowski early on with the carpet and everything like that. So somehow he got wind and who's closest to dude, but the landlord, and so the creepy landlord—he's so great. Is actually he's not creepy one at all. He's that fucking awesome. He is awesome. <laughs> but in this movie, in this version, he's a creepy kind of like stalkery type landlord, and he's the one who kidnaps Bunny. And oh. we know that early, so we know and we see that, and we see his interactions with Bunny, and he's dark and kind of twisted. And he's the one that he's trashes the dude's apartment, and <laughs> the movie ends by dude going to his play. And what does the guy play out? But he plays out everything he's done, <laughs> up at, like everything from kidnapping oh, the girl to oh, like all these different moments, like, uh, like, like rolls in up the, the movie, and, yeah, and the yeah, dude's dude, watching and been like, and it's like he's like he's he, telling he exactly out. like what happens, and then oh, it cuts to credits. So. I love that. I love that. That's
3: legit. I, I legit. And he's wearing nothing. the same
6: outfit with yeah. like the weird oh. ass, like the crown and whatever he's in, like the that's so good the robe and everything. But yeah, because
3: that dude's in the movie except. All he does is just give them a reason to like show up at a theater together, talk about the in and out and all that stuff. I but love it if you came and gave me What it does notes. is it,
0: it establishes <laughs> the dude as a good
3: dude.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah you know what yeah. I mean? That people appreciate.
3: Like, I mean, even though he owes that dude rent, the guy's yeah. like, hey, can you give, come give me some yeah. notes?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah, just yeah. shows to how the dude who who literally minutes before writes a check for 69 cents. Like how he gets away with living in a house and like having all of these things without having a job. And
3: the the one thing we didn't talk about is that that uh, the Coen brothers actually had like a scene where they were going to like talk about that fact that he was the uh, inheritance from the Rubik's Cube family, yeah. like the, the family that created the Rubik's Cube. That's why he has money, and that's why he's got an apartment in L.A., and he doesn't have to do anything. Obviously
0: not that much money.
3: In <laughs> regards to that check,
6: and I, I didn't rewatch it to, like, check it out, but they said that he's so broke, they didn't know if it was a mistake or if they're trying to say that he's so broke that he even post-dates the check because it's, <laughs> be it's supposed to be 90 when George Bush is saying that or something, and then he post-dates it to, 90. to 91, the check, <laughs> that's 69 cent. That cent. is one of
0: my favorite things throughout <laughs> the movie is his, his constant, like, Reiterating of stuff that he hears around yes. him,
6: you know that I mean? he would use the George Bush uh, quote. Yeah, it was amazing. This
3: aggression will not stand, <laughs> man. Everybody like borrows quotes from each other. The constant like throughout the
4: yeah, movie, it's yeah. not funny.
3: All right, well, that's good shit. That's that's,
6: that's Tuesday pod. That's Big Lebowski. Lebowski. But we got the Thursday. We got the big day. What everyone's waiting for. What are we doing? We're doing the draft, and we're doing best Coen brothers
0: character. Best right. Zach. Best. Zach. best. Okay.
3: Are, are you feeling like defensive right now? Are you feel like you're gonna defend. defend your title? Are you triggered? Uh, I don't uh, hard triggered. Yeah, can you defend? I'm yourself? definitely
0: hard. I don't know if I'm <laughs> triggered, but you know what? I just I'm really hoping to win again because. Uh, Nothing would make me feel better than to be ahead of Nate in the standings. Uh, I can't even really see you guys up there on your fucking uh, pretentious hill where you guys are just like, oh, look at me with all my wins. <laughs> fucking pussies.
3: We, Nick and I just fist bumped.
6: On to the draft <laughs> Thursday. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Remember, just stay up on the socials. Thank you guys for all the support. Thank you. F- I mean, the names. What are the what are our, our regular listeners that we know and that we converse with on the socials?
1: Uh, Kirk. Patty, Monica, we get Roxy. Roxy occasionally. Didn't Pete Sorensen, wasn't he back in the day? I haven't heard from him Oh, We
0: haven't heard from Pete in a while, but he was a good dude. I hope he's still
1: listening. Um, Zach's yeah. parents, Nate's parents, I think. always got a lot of
6: solid supporters. You know, yeah. Dave out I, I got to throw out Dave, Sarah, Sarah Moreno.
1: Like, Sarah, yeah, she's been coming in. This coming is one of my hot. colleagues, and, and yeah. she's top fan. As
3: a surprise to them, I have some some close guys I've worked with for 18 years, and, and those motherfuckers... I don't even know if they listen to the pod, but Sam Moreno, you're out there listening to the pod. I appreciate you. And there's a
1: few that are like you know that pay attention on the Instagram that I, I don't want to sleep on too much because I've uh, got. We get some good ones there. While
0: you look that up, I've got two guys that are, like, my closest friends, and these motherfuckers do not listen to the pod. Their names are Nick and Nate, and they're both on the (laughs) podcast. They've (laughs) never listened to one episode. I've listened to an an episode man, two. Yeah, Nick, you've listened to two out of 52. I listened to a little bit of our last one. Hey, but
3: you know know Um. what? I, I know we got them, like... Stashed away somewhere, whatever. Actually, but but Scotch Beck, man, Scotch Beck is bringing all sorts of folks to our pod, and we got to give much love to, to yeah. Scotch. Well, Beck. Well, thank you, Scotch. Yeah, yeah, he, he brings Scotch. That. Scotch, who, who you got, you got some shout outs, right? So,
5: uh, yeah, uh, Josh Davenport, he's a new listener, he's a, at a Colorado. We got a Colorado listener oh, now. Look at that. I'll, yeah, ch- sure. I'll check the, the,
3: the country map little thing that we got, man.
5: and then, of course, my, my brother Tim, you know, he's, oh, he's, he's always giving us listener. some shit online. He loves I love it. Talk shit and like drop little snarky comments to you guys, I can and, love and it.
0: Tim yeah. Tim had a handwritten note about the uh, about the last draft that was super interesting, especially the part where next to my name he wrote "idiot" with a smiley face. <laughs> <text. laughs> and I was like, "This is fucking great! I love uh, this that guy." Tim. Yep.
1: Tim's gonna earn his, he's gonna earn his way onto the pod. I yeah. think I think he's gonna earn oh, his way. He's looking for it. Yeah. No, we got we got a lot of good ones. And so so you know keep 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 telling friends about us. And, and we grow, we're growing a little bit at a time. You know we get every week. Uh, you know every couple weeks we kind of get a few more lessons. Uh, in our, in our, our little road, graph
3: so. just it's like it's like you know the the little engine that could
1: this is classic. It's, it's just it's just, it's just
3: it's just slowly going up that hill and that the hills actually keeps rising and I, I appreciate that man. Y'all out there giving the listens, sharing it with friends, we appreciate that. That's all we're that's all we're looking for. We appreciate the supports guys.
6: Uh the support go watch Big Lebowski again. Yeah, we know it's, it's been a while. Go watch stuff. it.
0: Yeah, because those Cohen brothers need, their, need your support. They, uh, <laughs> those they guys need are struggling. More guys just, haven't made a movie in, yeah. in a year. They, they, they literally <laughs> released a movie like a month ago. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> With Denzel Washington of all fucking people. And Frances McDormand.
0: Uh,
2: She's
3: been in a few. All right, folks. Love you. Take care. Bye-bye.
2: Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by... The new album by Autobahn. The, the Ballad, Ballad of, of the, the Missing Cole
5: wrong with Dinah Kabul, send me here cause I'm an expert, would you like to touch my cobble,
2: oh, yeah. I'll fill you up with my love squirt, Ooh. oh yeah, we'll oh oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm Dieter. And I'm Carl Hongus. And we're two-thirds of Autobahn. Franz is out getting z pigs pigs in blankets. blankets. We're here to tell you about our new album. Featuring such numbers as... Frankenfurter Blues. Lincolnberry Pancakes. And the hit song that's sweeping the discotheques. From Heidelberg to Düsseldorf. We'll cut off your Johnson We cut off We cut off We cut off your Johnson We cut off We cut off We cut off your Johnson Yeah, you wiggly wiggling Pierce Lebowski We feed it to our mom and see free We cut off We cut off We cut off your Johnson We stop it we stop it. We stop it till it's gone, son. Hey, Dieter. Yeah? Let's slow it down for the Lieber ladies. Oh, you ought to tickle your Fraulein schnitzel. How about our German power ballad? We, we believe, believe in nothing. nothing. Fraulein, when you're taking all of Karl Hunger's schwanz, you got to ask yourself, what do you believe in? We
4: believe in. Our-
2: So listen to Carl. And listen to Dita. And give us the money, Lebowski. Or oh, we'll, we'll fuck, fuck you up. Oh, <laughs> that was like, how's it from? Oh, Babs been your kingdom. Oh. Love oh.